This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to You Up. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. I'm not going to give the calm, today is the day. We have to, we, we we're going to be we're gonna normal. We're going to cut the shit immediately. We're going to be yes. normal, okay? Okay. okay. We're going to be normal. We're going to have a fun time talking about dating uh, okay. in a COVID world. So we want to get out in front and let people know, yes, uh, we came in, Jordana and I, and Sean, it's three of us at the office. We came in to pop out a few so that we could get ahead for, we'll probably not see each other for a month yeah. at this point, we right? Wanted, we wanted to make sure that you guys got a good recording. There's only, again, there's only three people in this entire office right now. Jared and I are sitting very far apart. It feels like we're in an abandoned sorority house. You know those <laughs> movies? I've been saying this a lot lately. It does. And and here's the thing. You're going to come here for fun to get your mind away from things because it is a sad and eerie time. And I, you know, if you go to other places, maybe you're listening in, you know, a, a town that's not as affected. And you're like, why is everyone so crazy about it? And then New York, it's like all the way to the other side of the spectrum. Right. Where it's like everyone's taught. Like, it is a weird and eerie thing to hear someone sing happy birthday while they wash their hands. Right. Like, it, it's like. It's Do you a, hear that? Just walk. I walked in the bathroom. Some guy. Happy birthday. Oh it sounded like he was singing to his dead son. Right. This seems like, like an apocalypse movie. I mean, I did watch. I did watch Contagion. That was uh, a bad idea. <laughs> it, honestly, I don't think it was a bad idea because it's way worse. In the movie, the thing like kills you. Okay, right? so, so it's. I think it's also, everyone is like very, I mean, it's nice that I, I live with a non-Jew because mm. his anxiety is just like way lower than mine. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> his anxiety. <laughs> I mean, everyone is very, very worked up. Obviously, like, I understand it. I get it. But we also have to look. We live in a world where there's just like an unlimited amount of movies and shows and well, distractions and things that are like on TV. And obviously, like, a lot of people are really at risk. I'm not trying to make sure. light of it. But And two weeks from now, the, the you know, we're here, you know, taping um, early on. Like two mm-hmm. weeks from now, the 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 world changes very right. quickly. I mean, so we don't even know how these words will sound. We're recording this on a Monday, and this comes out Tuesday at midnight. Who knows what could be different by then? Totally. Like, I, it's you know tr- what? That's really the scariest part. Is just not knowing. Exactly, and we fucked ourselves because w- our generation loves movies where this crazy thing happens in our world. Right. So, like, I was talking about, like, you ever see the movie Zombieland? I've heard of it. So Zombieland. Is that with it, Jesse Eisenberg? Yes. Okay. So it, the whole premise is that a they're going to have a, you know, it's it's a zombies. You know, people turn into zombies, but amongst us. So like he has an iPhone and like right. he's talking about Metallica. And you're like, so we've created movie worlds that reflect what would it be like if a zombie apocalypse came. So we've seen movie scenes. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago on a podcast where I'm like, I was getting you know, with people getting anxious then. And I was like, yeah, we don't want to be the guy, you know, where like you do the, you know, the scene where like the zombies bearing down on me and I, and I look at the camera, I go, 
you're you're probably wondering how I got here, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. And then we zoom back to two weeks before, and on the radio you hear COVID nineteen, and I'm going Corona, right? <laughs> and you're just you don't want to be that everyone. guy. Yeah, yeah. You don't right. want to be that guy looking back in the rearview mirror of your life, being like, "Well, I was the fucking idiot right. in the movie." But be, we've seen so many of these movies that we know what the scene looks like. You know, it's been drawn out for us, so we have these almost. It's almost like I have memories of me being in this situation. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because you've seen all these movies? Because I've seen the movies where Doofus A, who I'd be, <laughs> right. would be like, whoa, 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 and, I, and, then, right. and then two weeks later, they're dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Fucking chopped head off. <laughs> like, right. so. But I mean, this also has dating implications. We'll bring it to the show. Yeah. And if you're listening right now, uh, we're a modern millennial dating podcast. Uh, we talk about the cross-section of dating and technology. We're going to do that here. It's a weird time to date. I think, I mean... You're quarantined with your... With um, your... Yeah, if you're with someone, you're... I mean, I did. we did some polls yesterday on you up, mm. just to like see... Which I thought were interesting. Do you have the percentages? I do. I have the results here. Imagine being quarantined with someone who won't go down on you. <laughs> oh, my God. Godspeed to you, ma'am or sir. Sitting there thinking of blowjobs, thinking of someone giving you fucking or, cunnilingus. Let's think about... Imagine being quarantined with someone who's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, that is way, to me at least. It could happen. That is Ima- way worse. Imagine like, being quarantined with someone that you're, like, married to and you guys just ha- got out of, like, marriage counseling. Right. And then you're like, we're going to give it one more shot. And then they're like, you're in the house for two weeks. You're like, or, oh, I didn't want to give it this type of shot. You know, we get emails all the time from people who ha- who break up with people and they still live together. This is the, yeah, this like, is tough. And I, I, I had a lot of people, now they're dealing with uh, quarantine breakups. And yeah, do you break? I mean, that's what I, I pulled. So I'll, I'll so read the poll be, results. I, I we mean, can talk about them one by one. Let's talk about it. So the first one is, would you go on a first date with someone in the next week? Granted, I asked, I asked this question 20 hours ago. Okay. I think the answer has changed significantly <laughs> I since think then. so too. As of 20 hours ago, 62% said no way and 38% said maybe. Uh, there's no way. First date. There's no way you'd go on a first you've, date yeah, right now. Yeah, like, you've I nothing mean, invested. Nothing invested. Also, like that guy really wants to fuck. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'll do anything. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I mean, the only time a first date. So people were like, ask. Okay. So go on with the polls because I have a lot okay. to say on these subjects. Would you go on a second date with someone you had a great first date within the next week? No. So this. Oh, That's someone who's really afraid of getting dumped. Sixty-two percent of people said yes. 38 I think that number is going to change. I agree that it's going to change. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can sort of, I think that like to be single now, like you really crave human connection. I think that's what these, you would think yeah. the answers well, would be like 98% no I think and like people, 2% yes. I think you're also put face to face with your loneliness. You're stuck that's in the house. You're, you know, you're like, you know, and I, I think there's alternatives. I mean, like second date. Why don't you guys listen to this podcast together and then talk it out over On FaceTime. FaceTime? That's what I said. Like, why don't you yeah. guys book club it? I'm not not even to just promote this podcast, but like, decide you guys are going to read the same book, right? You obviously and, you wouldn't do that with someone you had never met, so I get that for the first date. But whatever, maybe but, if you're four dates in, yeah, five dates in, book club, uh, watch a series, but, and then get come together. And be right. like, hey, listen, because really, what happens is we get this question a lot in relation to like dating and vacations. Where they're like, I've been on like five dates. He or she is going on vacation. I want to keep it up. And by the end of the week-long vacation, they're like, 
His texts are less, her texts are right. less. And it's because you have nothing to talk about. You need shared experiences to talk Watch about. Watch a show together. So yeah. let's crack up, crack open a, a season of... That's what I'm saying. We live for a season of Lost. Imagine like, I just feel like we're so lucky in a lot of ways to live in a time where you can FaceTime someone. Like yeah. you can you can text someone. Like if mm-hmm. this were 20 years ago... What's twenty years? If this were like twenty five years ago, sure. like you would, I guess you could call them on like your ha- on your landline, but you couldn't see anyone. There's no group text. Sure, you had to and like only speak to one person at a time. It's like we do. We are. We have to think about like all the the technology at our hands that really makes fact, this experience so much easier. The fact that you can just go Marvel movie, Marvel movie. Oh, Disney Plus has them all done. Right. Like I, I've watched every. You know, you can find your thing. And it's right at your fingertips. So we do have to look at the positivity. Yeah, you can connect you know. with anyone in the world that you want to connect with still, Very just nice. not in person. What do you think of the the um, the breakups? Um, well, I'll get, well, I'll, we'll, do we have, any? We, yeah, oh, we have okay, questions yeah. about that. Too. Well, I said, would you ever consider having a first date over FaceTime? Um, I asked that. I would have a first meeting. I wouldn't call that a first date. Like... I, some people are like, is it even worth it to be on the dating apps? Yeah, it's worth it because it's something to do. Um, yeah. I think it's also worth it to be on those dating apps and be able to like stop talking to people. Practice the practice of having standards. Right. Hey, I don't Narrow like, down your pool like yeah. Dr. Fisher said. Yeah. So like why not talk to someone and go, this is a fine conversation, but now there's no pressure to like – because what happens in dating app conversations, it goes – you have a you know you have your 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 banter and right. then it's like now we're at the edge of the cliff where we have to go on a date or it's awkward and that's why a lot of these things is like hello hello where'd you go and it's like they decide they don't want to go on a date with you now there's no real like edge of the cliff you can't go on a date right now you can also like invest maybe it'll force you to invest more in the people that you're already speaking to because yeah. you're not going out and meeting a ton absolutely of new um. So thirty percent of people said they would they would do a FaceTime date. Seventy percent of people said that's weird. I think that's changing. Times these are changing. Yeah. This is twenty hours ago. That's crazy. Um, I said if you're single, are you more or less active on dating apps now? Forty percent said more. Sixty percent said less. Um, I don't know if that's changing. I think people are going. What's the point? I guess. Well, if you're on ship, your friends could be there on with you, and then there you can go. socially <laughs> connect with your friends yeah. while you're. Finding matches DM, for each other. The, I think ship is ship is going to be a, a big one for this time. This is time. a good, good time to be on ship. Mm-hmm. I think the DM slides are going to be bigger. Because, Sexting. Well, because a lot of people are going to go, I've been looking at this person. Why not take a shot? I think like right, right now people are reevaluating. Like, so I said this before, but I, I do believe this. Right now people are put face to face with their own lives. So as a comedian, it's scary because... I've had to cancel. I canceled a whole weekend in Boston. I canceled uh, my New York City shows. I, not canceled. They've all been pushed back. Postponed. Right. Postponed. Oh, uh, Boston. Be, Boston the, was, the month of October is going to have back-to-back <laughs> events every it's be single a lot night. To do, yeah. But Boston has been pushed back to November. New York has been pushed back to October. And you know we're contract workers. I don't make money. I don't eat. You know I only right. eat what I kill. So I, um, you know, I'm very lucky to have this podcast. This is, you know. To have my podcasts that are all like generating some funds for me, and you know you have savings, but there's a lot of comedians. It's where, scary, scary, and and you know bar workers and entertainers in general, where uh, the dream ended this week for them. I I do believe that, yeah, and, and maybe me, you know, like there's you know you have to key include yourself. The dream might have ended. 
For other people, I do, but also life is gravity. Mm-hmm. The dream has also begun for people. There's people sitting at home going, dude, I'm living in a world where a coronavirus could come any day now. I'm doing comedy. I'm doing my art. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I'm starting that blog. I'm starting that podcast. That's gonna. I remember 2007. I worked in finance. I and I remember starting comedy in 2010 and thinking, this is financial uh, downturn related. I had less to lose. Right. I'm looking at people's eyes and they're going, I don't know. I go to work and I hope my 401k doesn't go away. So like, there's a lot of people looking in the mirror, going and reevaluating their lives, and that's why you're sitting at home and you might have gotten dumped in the last few days. Yeah. that's why because someone looked in the mirror and they go and it's like I've always said beware vacations birthdays and beware vacations and coronavirus birthdays <laughs> and pandemics yes because that's gonna be that's because I've well, always, also you evaluate your life it's like a, yes. it's like when someone dies and you're just like will it be harder to get out of this relationship after two weeks quarantine or before I'm trying to think um, if I'd prefer to be like broken up with it's kind of nice if you're broken up with in the midst of this thing because then you can just kind of like cry alone in your apartment and you have I that think time before to is the better. I think they did you a favor. Yeah. You would hate to get done with this after spending a month inside with someone being like, why are they acting right. weird? Anxiously having yeah. to figure out all their, you know, everything they're doing. Uh, so I had another question. I, I said, are you judging potential dates by how seriously they're taking the social distancing? So if you like... If you're if you're sort of kind of dating someone and you see that they're like out at a bar or you saw that you're they're out at a bar on Saturday night, are you like What now? was the Yeah, like like last Saturday if they were out, were you like, I can't be with someone like that? Right. Um so thirty six percent said I don't care mm-hmm. and sixty four percent said yes, it's important. That's interesting. That that yeah. was so important a day ago. It's even more important now because Right. I mean now I, if you're at a bar, everyone's just like what do you do? What do you? Right? I mean, there's, you know, I. But I, it's so f- funny, like you were saying, like how quickly that changes. Like everyone's sure. so everyone's so judgmental. Everyone's like so carefree until they're the judgmental ones. It's like seems like a very quick switch. It's a quick switch. Um, I I think you and I are a lot alike, where we err on the side of like empathy over judgment, and like mm-hmm. you know, you know, there's people listening to this thinking that we're wrong for being here right now. Right, and, and, and in some ways we might be. I, I guess so. I I um you know. We're being as careful as possible. We're staying six feet apart. We're also, you know, using gloves and going on, you know, and staying away from people and covering our mouths and all that stuff. And like, we're also didn't, I, I mean, I came down here. I didn't see, I saw one person on the way down here. I didn't like, like I, I came in contact with a single, you know, but then they go, well, it's like, and in the age of social media, you got a lot of Jamila Jamils out there that mm-hmm. are like, you're the bad guy and letting you know that you're evil and they're good. And it's like trying to make sure that they're on the side of, this is again, the movie of life. Right. Everyone is now like a preacher. You know what I mean? Everyone's now morally superior. I actually feel like the best way to look at this thing is the Tom Hanks way. It's almost like we got to get, not not that it's a good thing that yeah. he's I always obviously, look at Tom Hanks during times of trying times. I mean, I he's like, him. he has this, he's got a good attitude. He has this like non-alarmist kind of like, Serious, but also like, like measured response to things. Like if you looked at his, ins- I've looked at his Instagram a few times. I find it soothing because he's like, listen, we're like, we're both positive. We're getting the help we need, yeah. and like, you know, like we're it, we'll get through it. Sure. Yeah. I. I. Uh, it's a tough. I. My thing is call your dad, call your mom, call your brother. Those are the people that you can speak to 
and in, 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 and then put in change. Mm-hmm. Like if my, you know, if your dad's leaving the house still, give him a call. Right. Maybe don't go to social media. Maybe because that's I think calling your dad and I'm saying dad in quotes. It could be mom, brother, sister, cousin. Someone you care about. Someone yeah. if their phone number isn't in your phone, then maybe it's not your responsibility to talk down to them. Right. That's my thing. Like if you have their number, I, I give them a call. Hey, I saw that you're out. I saw that you were at the bar hugging people. You right. know, like like that to me is is, is a more uh, you have a more of a shot at enacting change in the world through that than because that's also than, how people will change if they're spoken to in a way that doesn't seem like they're being condescended. To. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we, you know, going on and going, you know, and yelling at Walmart. <laughs> you know, like I, I then there's people that become team Walmart in a weird way, and they're like, "Well, fuck you! I gotta work." You know, like right. it becomes this. You know, you're yelling at straw men, and then people take the side of the straw man that doesn't even exist. It's a, it's it's a. It, we've seen this happen. You know, there's this whole idea of cancel culture mm-hmm. that there cancel culture people are always these weird people with, you know, dream catchers in their and 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 burning incense and they're fucking you know off the reservation, but. We all have that within woke us. Woke Twitter. Yeah, yeah, woke Twitter is like this person <laughs> that is just trying to get people to make everyone right. And it's like, no, no, no. Now it's happening, you know, right. neighbor to neighbor. You well, know? now it's like, because there maybe I don't know what, what the reason is, but there is a sense of like, if I'm doing this and you're not, then like I'm better and you're fucking it up. So like. And they might not even be saying that, but it sound it comes off that way. Like there's a lot of buzzwords that everyone can use that makes you sound a lot smarter. Right. You know, yeah. Like, also, flatten I feel- the curve. If I hear, like, flatten the curve, like, I've heard it already. Yeah. Like, you're not bringing something new to me. Like, like yeah. I've heard or that it. thing with the matches. It's like, I get it. I get it. I, I get I'm it. in. I'm in. I'm the in. The less you go out, the better. But the, ma- I get it. the matches <laughs> thing, like, your mom isn't seeing that. <laughs> you know, so and there, maybe your mom doesn't get it. Yeah, that's I who mean, matters. Like, in this yeah. scenario, Do we have more. I said, would you rather be quarantined alone for two weeks or with a person you went on three solid dates with? And what'd they say? 55% alone, 45% with someone else. I could see that loneliness uh, is like scary. Three solid dates is not enough for me. To be Have we fucked? Well, you're going to. You go, well, I, yeah. I gotta make sure. Well, this is my favorite one. Would you be offended if the person you were dating but didn't live with didn't want to spend this time with you? So, like if I looked at Jess yes, and I was and like, like, I'll see you in a month. See you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be offensive. Well, 51% said, yeah, that's rude. And yeah. 49% said, no, I understand. Those are probably the people who are on the brink of the next, the last question, sure. which is, the last question is, would you rather, if you were going to break up with some, if you were thinking about breaking up with someone, would you do it virtually or would you wait and do it in person? So 57% said virtual breakup. I'm I'm with those people. Forty three percent said wait and do it in person. Get the fuck out now. If yeah. I, if you're in a relationship, that's a favor. I would say my thoughts, and I would love to hear yours, Jordana. Is if you're in something that's kind of not working, get the fuck out now. Right now's the time. Now's the time. You have the excuse. It's built in. Hey, we've had a good run, but the world's changing, and I've taken stock of my <laughs> the world's life. Changing. I'm telling you, I've taken some stock of my life, and it doesn't involve being with you. Right. And I'm sorry, we're not the match. It's not that you're not a great person. It's just that we're not the match. And now you're out. How good and now would this quarantine feel after a breakup? For the person doing the breakup, oh amazing. My God. For the person getting broken up with, you're like, 
great. I can't. I have no distractions. All well. I, I can just keep replaying this breakup in my head for the next month, and well, I can't even go on a date with anyone else. If it makes them feel better, now's the time to like prison workouts. You know, you're going to do squats, <laughs> squat thrusts. You're going to get real you're gonna be, good shape. You mean Joe Jude, uh, Judice. Yeah, you, you're going to get in shape. And listen, the person ending it will probably get in bad shape because they're out celebrating. For them, they're like drinking. So right. in a month, you're going to look great. They're going to look like shit. It's a good, you know. And you can wish the virus upon them and, and uh, yeah. you know, channel all your energy into bad, bad vibes on their end. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want, I don't think a lot of people, here, here's what happens when you get broken up with. You go, well, how long have you known? And it's like, right. at least two weeks. So you spent the last two weeks stuck in a house with me, hating me? Right. I would rather, how long have you known? Well, I've been thinking about this over the last month, and Corona really, like, pushed me over the edge. I would go, all right, at least, at least we separated before, right. you know, we you know, infected each other, you know, like, like, yeah, at least I wasn't living a lie for two weeks. I was living like, cause here's the thing about also you can spend, you can spend that time getting over the person. And totally. then by the time this is over, you'll be like, Oh, I'm ready to date. I'm out and there. Like, and what you do, you unsubscribe because social media right now is one of the only live outlets. That's why we're here doing the show because we know we can give uh, update you know current content that can get you through the next day get mm-hmm. you through the hour get you through the walk that you're taking alone like <laughs> this is the reality we're here for you we're here you know so i think for a lot of people it's time to look at the positives and also like coronavirus isn't why you broke up that, right you would have broken up you anyway. would have broken up anyways if anything a lot of meh relationships occur because there's distraction Right. So they occur because you go to work. I go to work. Oh, I got the gym. Hey, we'll do next week. This really Sorry, forces to you to look at it. This forces you to like be a little more honest with yourself and go, yeah, he canceled a thousand times because he didn't want to go out because I wasn't the priority. Right. And you want someone that wants to make you the priority. I agree. On the standards. How's your relationship well, doing in quarantine? I was, I was just about to, to bring that in. Um, I think it started off a little weird and now it's like we're in a groove. Okay. Do you know well, what I mean? How is it weird? Cause like we're both like working from home. We both like kind of like sort of want your own. Like there's kind of like you have to. I mean we're at, we're definitely in a space where we have a comfortable silence. But sure. it's like sometimes it's sometimes it's a little nice to have to go to go to work Absolutely. after a day and then come back. Do I, you mean, I mean I've already I've already gotten all you do is look at your phone. I've already gotten yeah, that. I've and already I'm, given that. Yeah. So <laughs> I I think we need to like be okay with silence while looking at each other at our phones. Right. I think that's something everyone needs to well, get over. Well, it's funny because I do feel like we're both like dis- because there's also all this like new there's like this influx of news now, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 and there's yeah. always like some breaking thing that's like some or some aunt has a friend who posted. Right. That's my least favorite post by the way. The the well-written post by just a Facebook friend. <laughs> and it's like, hey, my friend Emilio, who knows Italian people, is reporting to us. And you right. go, give me fucking Washington Post. Give me right. New York Times. I don't give I don't a need shit about your family friend that's a doctor. That in, heard right. through the grapevine. And because they wrote it in a paragraph format, now I'm supposed to sit. And you do. Here's the thing. All this information goes through you. Whether you... <laughs> You, you have to, it goes through you. So you have to like filter it and it feels bad to filter. Have you gotten any of the, the links from people and then you open it and it's the guy with the big penis? My favorite, <laughs> I want to thank 
whoever's making those. <laughs> the first time I found I, it annoying, no, no, I was no, like, no. I really thought this was true. And then like I got all hyped up and then I clicked it. Um, and it's, <laughs> and and it's a to, big now, porn now star with like a huge it. cock. I... <laughs> And now the, the, the joke has turned on itself where they're like, if you've gotten this me, if you've seen this guy, you've got fucked up friends. Right. And then there's the other one where he's wearing the mask, even this guy's <laughs> trying to, and there was another one where it was like, they found out it's in bugs and then you zoom in and then the bug, it was like, zoom in to see this bug and it's just a big cock on the bug. There's another one where they're in line at the grocery store and then it's just someone's asshole farting. Oh yeah, I got, I've seen that one. I want to send a sincere thank you. <laughs> To whoever I've had the best laugh I've had via well, now, now, huge cock fake now outs. Now in my group, my group chat, and ever someone sends a link, I'm like, oh, I really, I don't know if I'm like in the mood to see this big, this big black penis. Like, could you just tell me if it's the big black penis? I, I want to thank whoever is making those. You're the hero of the coronavirus. I want to thank you. Where did that start? Who's patient zero for that? I need to know. I need to know who that person is. I that person should be our king. That should, that, we should, that, should, that should be our elected leader of entertainment from oh now my on. God. What if we, and what if six months from now, all of our entertainment is big black cock related? <laughs> like, hey, guy's the up. most famous man in America yeah, yeah, he's right the now. Best, he's, the most, he's the new fuck Jerry. He's just yeah. like making, he's like, ah, you can get my big black, big black cock, Rosé. <laughs> you, you can get my big black cock hats. Yeah. I mean, I'd saying day one, I was like, my sister said it to me. I'm like, this is stupid. And then, like, now that it's day four and I just keep getting all these fucking, like, links to shit, now I'm opening it and I'm like, oh, okay, good. This it. isn't true. I, I want, that's right now, you know, there was a point where we got Tyler Cameron on this podcast and it was, like, a big deal. Yeah. He's the biggest podcast get there is. Big Black Hot Guy. Yes. Because. If you're listening. If you're listening. <laughs> we want you we on. We want you on. We'll call in. We'll do a phone, a Skype. I would do anything to find him and get him on the podcast. Because what, is, they, what is his name? Uh, you know, it's got the most famous penis in America, Johnny Coxman. I have no <laughs> idea. I've seen more of his dick than my own at this point. I've seen his dick <laughs> way more. I heard of um, I one of my friend of a friend sent the sent the link to his boss without opening it. Oh, oh but, but yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> I love that. I love that. This is what it's all about. This is why you play the game. Right. I, I. I I'm a pretty. I gotta say, anything that can give you levity and get you. And here's the thing: it's really, it's really wedging a, what, putting a wedge in that Me Too, that Me Too movement. <laughs> I mean, someone got that and was triggered. I, 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 I gotta say, they were like, "I'm never seeing a cock again." And then they're like, "Hey, uh, Trump has coronavirus." Ah, oh, got me. Fuck. That's the link I got. <laughs> the Trump has coronavirus. It kept getting better and better. Yeah. It would be like Trump has coronavirus. Then it'd be like, uh, "Link, your mom is gonna die tomorrow." Right. And you click this link. Well, that, br- that brings us back to our original conversation, which is like being living with someone and you're constantly getting this information. So you're kind of glued to your phone, but the person also, like, if you're not in the same exact zone My, of like or, or mindset, mindset. So does Mike think those are funny? Yeah, he's very he's pretty relaxed about this whole thing. He's very Tom Hanks-ish. Like Good. like, you know, like we're gonna we're not going out. We're gonna like we're I mean, gonna be safe, but we're not like freaking out. Like my parents things are okay. Could not be more farther removed from the idea of this is a serious situation. Right. So I, I called, we were saying boomers are like Boomers are not handling this well. They're they don't showing give a their, shit. They're showing their deficiencies through this whole thing. Right. And you see it loud and proud on Facebook. Facebook is just a bunch of aunts 
doing CNN updates. Right. You know, like breaking news from aunt's Nate from our, my aunt's Macintosh Pro. Right. Like I, I, I kind of like I call them, and this is the thing: call your dad, call your mom. I call. Them, I was like, you gotta like. I'm, I'm telling you this, like it's going to get. You know, you need to get serious, get real. Like this is. And then my mom just texts me. She's like, I'm scared. You know, like she's immediately <laughs> off the reservation. You know, until I told her I'm the fucking CDC. Like, you know, right. I, I, I it is nice, though, to be on the same wavelength as the person you're sitting with. Yeah. Like, I, that think, I Jess think Jess and I. Yeah, yeah. Jess and I have laughed at Big Black Hawk. <laughs> maybe yeah, a you're thousand showing times. Each other some memes. memes. Memes are like our memes and funny tweets are really like the way to get through this. I mean, I, I've. Someone put up a meme that was like everyone going crazy. Then it was like the Titanic people playing the violiners, oh, yeah. and they're the like meme the, the meme memers. memers. Right now, it's yeah. like it's true a little bit. Um, you know, it, it, it's these are trying times. We're trying to give you an uplifting podcast, something <laughs> to get you out of your head because your your mind. And I've always said this about podcasts. The great thing about them is that they bring you your there. You put your brain on the shelf and you let us do the talking and think. Yeah. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do some emails. If you guys want... um. 
just just so you know, throughout this whole thing, we'll be doing a lot more like social content. If you look at Jared's Instagram, my Instagram, yeah. and the You Up Pod Instagram, we might do some. Maybe you'll do a takeover. I'll do a takeover one day. We'll answer some questions. Um, we yeah, got time. Let's do a ton of stuff. Like I, yeah. I'm up for like. Listen, as far as incentives go. Our incentives are to create more listeners out of this. If we, you know, we weren't like hoping for the coronavirus so we could get more listeners, but we're gonna pivot. Yeah, we're gonna find we're gonna find a way to put out more content that you guys will enjoy. That you can say to your friend, "Hey, these guys are having fun with it because there's really nothing else for us to do." Right. Our job isn't to give you knowledgeable reporting advice about medical issues. We're but we will. We know nothing. Yes, we're we're here to to make you feel a little better, a little lighter, have put a your, laugh. Put your brain on the shelf. Yeah. Let us talk about the inconsequential things of life, like we always have. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You want to read this? Um, why don't you read? It's we're gonna do awkward sex. I know. Okay, you, I know. You know. Sex? I prefer when you read the awkward sex because okay, I feel I'm I'm very prudish. Love the podcast. I've turned several friends onto it, and we love commiserating with all people who write in. Want to share a dating story that hopefully give you a laugh. This was a few years ago in my early 20s in NYC. I was pretty new to an online dating game, have just gotten out of a long-term distance, long-term, long-distance relationship. I was on a third date with a guy, and yes, I was planning on following the first date, second date, third date, fuck timeline. Okay. <laughs> and yes, it's before, now become... before you even ask, <laughs> should, we, should we make a shirt that says first date, second date, third, third date, date, fuck? fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> a hat? Can you imagine showing up on a date and the person is wearing that? I... On the, thir- on, the, on the third on the third day on the third day what a what a message you're sending <laughs> and that's like the the guy who wore the shirt that was like ride fast lick ass or something yeah ride fast eat ass do you remember do you ever see those like uh those shot glasses in the souvenir store that's like with the tequila first like, one tequila two right, tequila three floor, tequila floor, floor. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff I, like that <laughs> those beach shirts really got under the radar of social movements I don't know if you've been they to a boardwalk. They were making those jokes right before anyone was was making those terrible jokes. But even through it, <laughs> like they went like I I was on like I saw it at a beach shop like in San Diego. It was like it was like get over here, whore. And you're like, <laughs> this is still loud, right? In like, public, nobody canceled this store. <laughs> um, we were having a good time and have had ordered a pitcher of sangria with dinner. Only halfway through the dinner, it was all gone. And I realized I had only drank a glass. He seemed okay, so I figured I just uh, had good tolerance. We got back to my place and started making out, but I could tell the booze was really hitting him. We hadn't even uh, really undressed when he admitted that he drank too much and had whiskey dick or sangria dick. I t- <laughs> sangria dick sounds so much more fun. Right. Whiskey dick sounds serious. It sounds serious. cultural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I got the whiskey dick. It's like, ugh, get away from me. Ooh, is that some sangria dick? Eey, ooh, like it. I told him I was. it was totally fine. Got him some water. He was so upset, he decided he wanted to leave. So I walked him to the door, at which point he spontaneously turned around all excited and exclaimed, I'm hard now. <laughs> <laughs> Eureka! I got it. I've done it. That's I've had that situation where you go to the bathroom, and it's like, it's like you guys need a fire maid, and you go to the bathroom with two sticks. You're just trying to whittle a boner. <laughs> like, like you're like you're on the Survivor, and it's the fire up, yes. making fire episode. <laughs> yes, and you're like, I can do it if I can just get fire. If I can just I make it happen. Yeah, if I can just make it happen. 
Uh, pulled down his, he goes, he exclaimed, I'm hard now. Pulled down his pants. This wasn't even the weirdest part. When I looked down, he already had a condom on. <laughs> ah, I could not see more oh eye God. to eye with this dude. Literally, when did he put that on and how long did it, it had it been pre-wrapped since dinner? I was so weirded out, I told him goodnight and sent him home. To this day, I try and play the night in my head and figure out when he could possibly have put it on, and I'm truly stumped. He was clothed the whole time. Hope you got as much of a laugh out as my uh, roommate did the next morning. What do you... I know what happened. I have no idea what happened. He went to the bathroom, and he tried to make a boner. I've done And then this. he put a condom on? As and he was leaving? Basically, when you're whiskey dick sangria dick, you're like... Trying to whittle it out. <laughs> You're doing anything you can. You're just sitting. Just imagine. The tribe that, has spoken. The tribe has, <laughs> just imagine that guy in Survivor sitting on the rock, right. like taking his yeah. hands and twisting the, the, the stick on the rock. Yeah. That's what he's doing with his penis in the bathroom. So he's doing, he's like, okay, well, maybe if I get a boner going and I put the condom on and it'll cut off circulation and it will keep it hard. Like, that's what oh, he's thinking. The, is that work? Is cutting off the circulation a I don't thing? know if this works. We're all just trying shit out of our fucking ass. <laughs> okay. So he's like, I'll put on the condom. So he went to the bathroom. He was like, he took down his pants. He peed. He's like, maybe if I pee, it'll help a boner. Pees. Then it doesn't get a boner. He's going, fuck, fuck, fuck. What am I going to do? Starts playing with himself. So then he gets to like 60%. Wow, you really... I'm telling. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm telling. I'm helping we're the really listeners. Getting the, yeah, we're really I'm getting, getting in the there. play yeah. by play. Yeah, this no, is that's why what they want to hear. This is the content so, they need. This is the this is the quarantine content you wanted. Yes. So he gets to like sixty percent bone, okay, which means he's like one sixteenth of big black cock guy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> if we want to compare, yeah. And then he puts the condom on real quick. Hoping that the 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 blood he forced to his cock will stay there with the now tightened condom on it, and when that didn't, he, so he came out. They tried to make out again. Okay, he realized that ain't working. <laughs> his fucking the the sticks he used to make his lean to out in the woods wasn't gonna happen. Okay, so then he goes to the door like fuck, and then all of a sudden they kiss, and he goes, "I'm hard," and. He, pulls down his pants he's like let's do this quick because i might this might go away soon this is, I like, this is the first time they're having sex I, I mean, yeah this is the first time <laughs> listen i i it is consensual at this point so it's not like this yeah, is like want, she wanted to do it sure but. i mean this is it's funny that like this could be explained like like louis ck is hearing this going yeah, that was me too. Like, <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. Like, no, no, no. Right. These are two different things. Like, it, it's. I, I can understand how this could go down the road of of someone going like, you can't just pull your dick out, and it's like, well, they were in bed. You know, like this is his thought process. Right. He's like, I now I got it. Is it? But it's a, so it's funny. You wanted I think it to happen. Now I've got it. Men think that women are that are like, are able to switch in and out that quick. Well, that's we really are. the right. You guys are. I think that's. To give any men listening any advice, I think for yeah. for us, and not all the time, obviously, I don't want to speak for everyone, but often it's a lot more of a like easing into an emotional, it's very totally. like, you know, mindset kind of thing. So if he's like, I'm hard, he pulls down his, his pants, he's got a condom on his erect penis as you thought he was leaving. <laughs> That's we're usually... Just looks like, looks like a sad balloon right. animal that just didn't happen. Yeah, that usually like isn't doing it for us no well it might the, be better to just wait his thought process is we were making out in the bed so i did do all the stuff now you know i agree right. what, what you're saying is totally correct 
his thought process is like, oh, we did all that stuff, so now it's cock time. Right. So he's like, he's like, I got it, let's do it. Right. And it's like, no, 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 what he doesn't understand is like, no, I'm back at base camp. Yeah, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. No, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> it's like, this isn't, like, I'm not, I've already hiked down the mountain. What, what would you call this? Oh, the sad balloon animal seems oh, like fun that. to me. Um, what would you, do you have any names? I don't know. It's, it's pre-rap. Yeah. Reynolds rap. <laughs> Ronald's rap. Surprise. Surprise. I'm hard. I'm um. hard now. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Call it that. Um, I don't think this would be a deal breaker for me, but I do think, I, I think the sex, I would be like, let's try this a different time. Yeah. I, I, I think. I'm trying. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I think he understands that. Like even in the moment, he's like, oh, "One more shot!" Right. And it was then, his penis talking. Yeah, his yeah, penis yeah. was penis like, like, "Penis like, don't give up. We got this. <laughs> we, don't give up. Give I'm it there. one more shot. Come on. <laughs> I'm there." Penis is at the wheel. Um, I would say the penis is like, "Pull down the pants. Pull down the pants," and he's like, "Yeah, had to realize no, that the, wasn't the best move." The, I'm trying to think of the other way around. Like if a woman did this, was like, "I'm wet." now like right. i'd be like yeah okay <laughs> like right. it would have happened that night oh well yeah but for for you because you're like but also at, like, ready to go at all times this, yeah but i i also think that like i think for me my thought process was always if they're at the door because they're feeling drunk they're like okay just go like you know we'll do this another time when cooler heads prevail i you know like i always I'm not trying to be a hero here, but I was always like, they're at that, that point where they're like, I can't get wet. You know, like the, a guy drunk in that scenario just feels less, um, out of his wits. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's What do you mean fair. out of his wits? Like if a woman went from, I'm too drunk to have sex, I'm dry, it'll never happen. But, and then went to the bath and then came out and was like, I'm wet now. I'd be like, you're too drunk for this experience. Right. A like, guy does it, and I'm like, this let's revisit it another time. Yeah. If a guy does it, you're like, you were, you're too drunk in general. But I, you know, I, 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 I could see a woman having sex in that scenario and not feeling as weird as I would feel. Right. Well, it seems less predatory. Le- a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of what be I mean. Like, well, you took advantage of me. <clears throat> I mean, most even though, of the time, even though that happens, yeah, that does. <laughs> you know, so, I, but I, I agree with you. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems. And it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them 
Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's do, let's a, do some emails. emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, Jays. Love the podcast. You Hi. Got, <laughs> you, you guys make spending two hours in the car each day way more fun than it should be. Um, I've heard you touch on this briefly before, but I'm curious to hear your opinion on the idea of the distraction. I've been on the apps for the last year or so, and a few months ago I met a guy who I enjoy hanging out with, but it was pretty clear that we, were, we wanted different things and weren't a long-term match. It quickly went from dating to hooking up maybe once every other week. At the same time, I'm still dating other guys and looking for someone who is the right fit for me. We've discussed this, and I believe we're on the same page. My question is, do you think having this guy as a hookup is distracting me from being all in, to use a much beloved bachelor cliche, um, <laughs> or try or trying as hard with something new? I feel very confident that I don't have any feelings towards him, and I, I never think about it turning into something other than what it is, but do you think I'm doing myself a disservice by keeping this guy around as a sort of backup? Thanks, and can't wait to hear what you think. Um, not to relate everything to coronavirus, but that's like the background of our lives right now. So you have to mm. like admit to that. Like, right. well, now's the time to get rid of this guy. Yeah, I think that anything that you know is like not really going to be like serving you long term is yeah something to is not is not worth investing in. I th- and I think that. I mean, again, I don't want to speak for all women. I don't think that, like, I think you can definitely, like, enjoy sex emotion-free. Sure. But I just don't think it's as good. And I think a lot of the, the women that I speak to feel that sentiment, too. Well, let's say best case scenario. I mean, in this situation. Right. Best case scenario, let's take her at her word. She has no feelings. This is purely just best sex. Best case, okay. This is best case scenario for her emotionally. Mm-hmm. Even then... The time spent going to his apartment, not going to his apartment, I find, and and then texting and making right. a plan. There's finite amount of time. There's finite amount of brain space. I agree. There's finite amount of energy. And you know, I think when you have someone in your world that's, you know, that's basically a person to use to masturbate with right i mean you could do that's what i'm saying you could sexually just get off by yourself yeah so like you can find you can get a dildo you can get a vibrator you could you know get the rabbit go get the vacuum thing whatever that thing for you is that to me like i i mean i relate a lot of things to like i i look back on why things happen for me Mm -hmm. as far as like business is concerned the only reason I started live tweeting the, the, you know, I do the Bachelor scream, okay? Right. I yell at the Bachelor on TV. I love doing it. I didn't just make that decision one night. That was, 
you know, years ago, I'm sick and at home and not doing any shows. And my brother and I are sitting on the couch. And I'm like, look, The Bachelor. And I tweet about it. And then I see that that tweet does better than any other one. And I'm like, oh, I start tweeting more. And I start tweeting more. Then I start, you know, then I start doing it as like, oh, let me, uh, I'll live tweet it anytime I don't have shows. Then I'm canceling shows for it. Right. You know? So you're saying if you were spending time doing something. If I had said to myself, oh, I'm going to go out tonight and, uh, or I'm going to go, you know, I'm not going to keep myself busy otherwise. So I think like, you know, when you give, when you make yourself sit alone in your thoughts is when you start to get, you start to pivot. Right. You start, I'm doing J Train podcast daily now because that's when you're most creative. That's when you're most creative. When the, when the dark, when the, when the darkness settles in, there's no one else there. So I think for her, she's, She's saying she's getting some comfort, like she's getting some emotional crutch out of this. But sometimes when you remove the crutch, you walk better. Right. Well, it's funny. I listen to I don't really listen to that many podcasts, Mm -hmm. I'm being totally honest. But I listen to Armchair Expert because he had a guest on and someone suggested it. Someone emailed our UUP at Betches.com. Um, and said to listen to this guy and his Mm. name is Brett Weinstein. Okay. He was on Armchair Expert. And he's basically like an evolutionary. He like looks into like evolution and how like it relates okay. to sex. Um, and he was saying that like um, to the extent that it gets in the way of meeting the person. I wrote some notes down about it. That to the extent that having like random sex or un- or non sex that doesn't relate to like a long term monogamous relationship gets in the way of meeting the person that you're meant to reproduce with. Um, that you should probably get away from it. Really? And, yeah. It's a very interesting episode. I mean, we should talk about. It. We could probably spend a whole episode talking okay. about it. Okay. And he was his his is he saying what's he what was his like his his thing is that like so men and women both you can have sex just for pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Um, for women, there's there's higher stakes to that, and historically there have always been higher stakes yeah. to that because you could get pregnant. And there was another really interesting thing he said that if, that men are more likely to invent there, there's this this concept called your mother's the mother's brother's concept mm-hmm. so if a man is less than 50 percent sure that whatever child is like someone has is his he's more likely to invest in his sister's children because he knows that they're blood related to him in the extent that your okay. their whole thing is to pass on your genes and reproduce sure and because women can only have like a maximum like literally this would be like if you had multiple twins and had a baby every year of your life you could have 60 kids okay and men could potentially have thousands yeah so every like low stake sexual encounter for a man is just kind of like a discount of spreading his seed interesting and for women it's just not the same which is why there's like this biological difference mm-hmm like you only get six right that's why it's like less fulfilling for women to have low stake sex because it's just like it doesn't do anything for them in this biological different than the guy's goals right and to the extent that that i think to the extent that you're kind of trying to like you think that that's what 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 men want and you might do it because you think that's what will make you more attractive to a man or more make him more attracted to you it actually like has the opposite effect because a man, because while a woman has sex and she's thinking like, how can I make this into a longer term thing? How do I, you know, get mm. someone to commit to raising whatever, potentially this child with me or down the line, this child with me, a man has that mindset and that's a strong, powerful thing for him too is like, who, who can I invest with? Who can I have these kids with? But there's also, but unlike women, he also has another mindset which is less conscious, which is like, I'm getting this sex at a discount. Yeah. And like, 
when you have sex with someone too quickly, they, that might register in their head as like discounted sex. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, very I, interesting. it's interesting. And I, I like you can't, you know, these are all based on, you know, like it's a, it's an emotional thing. Right. You know, so like and there is that person that stands up that you can't disagree with that goes, well, I like sex, too. No, no, and and like, right. and he and talks about thing. that too, which where it's like, yeah, you, of course there are people. No one's saying that you shouldn't do that or you you don't have the right to do that. But I think that person hurts the conversation. Right. I, I, I think that person is saying, "Well, I'm an outlier." Okay, well then this be conversation the outlier. be the right. outlier. Yeah, like, that doesn't but apply also to you. understand you're the outlier and don't try and take over the conversation. Right. You know, it's like, totally like oh, no one's to say like it's wrong to do that or it's or this is the way it should be. Yeah, but. What he, his argument is, is like biologically speaking, that's just kind of the way it is. And like the more partners that you would have in a low stakes way as a woman, the less likely every each man that you're with sure. would be able to, to know that the child was his. Well, also, a lot of women like will write in here and write into the show and be like, hey, he keeps saying like making future. We've had people write in like, oh, he keeps making future plans with me. Why would he say we should go on vacation? We should. It's because sex becomes less fun when you turn you take the curtains back on it right when you take the curtains if he was like we should uh have, have sex, sex and once and never speak again you go Ugh, i don't know i, I want to have sex with a guy that like i'm imagining our italian villa right you know like it's just a different yeah and i mean there's a reason that that is the case and i think a lot of it is biological and that's yeah. not to again that's not to say that women don't enjoy sex or can enjoy sex or can have casual sex and enjoy it i, I don't think, think anyone's totally saying that but I, yeah. I think like for her where it's like yeah if you want to have sex one more time if you go back to him like every time you go back to this guy that she writes in about it's not like you're like losing out of your life but just know there's other things that, like you could, there's other people you could be meeting there's other things that you could be doing and discomfort and, creates you know Nobody loses weight until their pants don't fit. Right. And I also you know, just think like it's very hard to not get emotionally invested in someone that you're sleeping with. There is a chemical thing. Yeah. Let's do some more emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Love the podcast. Got my friends into it after I dragged them to one of your, uh, dragged them with me to my, your li- San Francisco live show last year. You guys also helped my morning commute uh, in the Bay more, make it more bearable. So let me just get to it. Okay. Met a guy on Bumble. First week of the year. Hit it off right away. After our first day, we haven't stopped texting each other every day from good morning to good night text, which didn't bother either of us at all. We go out twice a week, every single week since then, too. We even went as far as to go to a trip, uh, mini Valentine's uh, weekend at Tahoe last month. After that trip, he got introduced to, uh, he introduced me to his family and even went to events together with the team. Last week, he started acting differently in text, and he even admitted to me that he's been off and texting less. I asked him if it was me or if he felt differently towards me that it's causing it. He repeatedly told me that this isn't anything or I did or didn't do and that he feels the same towards me and that he's uh, just feeling down in depression for reasons he doesn't even know and can't explain. We never talked about being exclusive, so I asked him that last Thursday if he found someone and just feels stronger connection towards them. He had denied this and said he would tell me if it felt differently towards me and he doesn't think or feel like he would. He canceled on a date this Saturday saying he needed to do some errands and hit me with these texts on Sunday. So to, to do a, a recap, they she meets, she meets this guy on Bumble. Yeah. They have a good first date. They text all the time. Mini uh, they Tahoe go out twice trip. a week. Mini Tahoe trip. Last week, he starts acting weird. Um, she wants to confront him. 
right? Is that the yeah, general she, gist? She wants to know what's up. He cancels a date. Now this is the text on the Tuesday after the Saturday date cancellation. Okay, so this is you be him and I'll, I'll be, be her. Hey, it's not fair to you to keep you at a distance like this. I just need space. Hope we can keep things positive between us because you're a good person and have been nothing but good to me. Just now I need space away. Wish you the best for everything. Yeah, I get that. It seems like you need to go away and you need to be alone to figure out what you want. I want your happiness more than anything in the world. I feel like you need to go and be alone to figure out what you want. And I hope I'm hope that I'm still there when you're ready. But till then, I know that I need someone who is. I respect that and respect you. Hope we can both be on good terms. Uh, till then, hope we can find out what is best for us. Can I ask you a question? Just... Um, this is she's. Can I ask you a question, just so that I'm not left wondering? This is the moment where he's like, "Oh, here we go." Fuck. He thought he was he's out. Like, oh, great! <laughs> I did that, and then she's Whoa, like, "That nope. was easy." <laughs> yeah, oh, she this went is, with the. She was cool with the vague version. This is the equivalent of I. Th- I think for like to turn it on men and women, I feel like if the girl was like, "I'm not having sex with you tonight," <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, of course," totally. and then they're like sleeping, and then he's like, "Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you one thing?" Yeah. <laughs> no, his penis gets hard yeah. and like knocks into her yeah, back. Right. Like, knock knock. I just I can I'm actually feel, not I, sure I'm okay with that. <laughs> I can feel the anxiety in his yeah. Like, goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I just ask you something? Um uh, yeah. Did you want me to give you did you want me to give you space and wait for you? Because if you did, while letting me know that you feel the same towards me and it's just you feeling differently towards everything, I would. Or did you want to just end dating because you don't feel the same towards me anymore? Yeah, I definitely like you, so we could def do that. But at the same, <laughs> I'm reading this. You're reading this in, so douchey in the way that she doesn't want to read this. You're reading this so douchey. She's reading it. Yeah, I def like you. Like he keeps, I keep right. taking out her name. She, so I def like you. So we could definitely do that at the same. But he's really writing it like this. Yeah, I def like you, uh, so we could def do that, but at the same time, I don't want to make you wait for me. It's not fair to you. Live your life. (laughs) Go. Run away. Live your life, and if you're free whenever I'm better, then we can try to make it work. Whenever I'm better. (laughs) It's not like he has COVID. Yeah, is he COVID positive? As of right now, I don't want to date anyone. I just want to focus on myself. Um, Thanks for being so understanding. And then she says, "Okay, I understand. You're welcome." Blah blah. blah. Okay, can something? She has another question after this, just based on this. Mm-hmm. She wants to know our take on this. Is do I do we think he's coming back? Is this just an excuse when guys want to leave but don't want to be a dick? Mm-hmm. I feel like he really liked me and he wouldn't feel it's easy to let me go just like that. But at the same time, I really felt his sincerity when I asked him this in in him in person about this topic. Um, can we just? Just to, to all the people listening, can we stop pretending that we want people who are breaking up with us to be happy? <laughs> where well, she goes, the part where she's like, I just want your happiness more than anything in the world. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And she's talking to him as if he's come down. Like we make the COVID-19 joke because right. it does sound like he's come with down with a disease and he has to stay away from society for years and years. Right. Because that's the way she's making it sound. Yeah, I mean, we can all agree that the worst part of 2020 relationships is that you do get more options. 
You don't have societal pressures to to stay with people that you're kind of okay with. So there's really a lot more breakups with people you don't hate. Right. It would almost be better if, for her, if she caught him fucking someone else in her bed. Right, or she found out he, like, had a girlfriend. Had a girlfriend, yeah. whatever, because then she could go... Good guy isn't isn't good guy. Evil guy. Good guy is now <laughs> evil guy. Evil guy didn't like me enough to be, you know, right uh, with me. This the door is goodbye. Ha- evil guy. In her mind, the door is still kind of open for this mm-hmm. for him, and, and it's, it's not. not right. It's not. He's just. This is honestly like. But what can he say? She's what? not. She's right. So I'm saying I actually do feel like she's. It, at fault here for really not reading between the lines and having a little self-awareness yeah. of the fact that he is saying this. If he really wanted, if he really wanted to date her, he would. Correct. It would almost be better if it would almost be better if he put some numbers behind this. Like I know no one wants to send this text, but like the best version of this text would be, I don't want to be in a, like if he wrote as of right now, I don't want to date anyone. I just want to focus on myself. And he wrote, live your life. And if you're free when I'm better, if you're free when I'm better, better. <laughs> then we can try to make it work. Okay. Live your life. And if you're free when I'm better, which there's a 2% chance of happening. Like if he said the percentages, it would almost be better for her. So if he was like, right. as of right now, I don't want to date anyone. Yeah. I just want to focus on myself. If. Down the road, which has a 2% chance of happening. Like, it's kind of like when people, you know, were like, well, the, the, flu, doctor, you know, yeah. the flu only kills, you know, it only kills, everyone's like worried about right, how many people need the it numbers. kills. I just need yeah. the numbers. So, how like, many cases? Here's the case. Here's, if this guy came at you with some CDC right. informational information, if he was like, hey, um, I really like you and I just want, I think we, I need to focus on myself. Uh, people who have also been in this situation have gotten back together six months later, one point five percent of the time. If you would choose, if you choose to, if you, if you choose to believe in that one, if you if and if, wait for me, <laughs> yeah. If you want to wait for that one point five percent, I'm giving you the numbers to do with them as you will. Right. And that's where then she can make a really but yeah an informed decision. But I she's agree. but yeah. those numbers are being said without being said. She's just not hearing them. Right. She's not reading between the lines. If someone, if you're, because she's also now coming back and she's saying, do you want to renegotiate this contract for it to be like a, I'm expecting less, I'm like giving you more leeway and you'll still be into it. And he's like, no. no. Goodbye. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. She's trying to like renegotiate. Yeah. yeah and she's, he's like, no, I'm just ending the contract. So many people do this on the end. They'll go. Yeah. So the negotiation uh, metaphor, <laughs> I come to you and I go, I think we. I think w- this has gotten too serious. I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. Then you right. come back to me. You go. Well, what if we just did once a week? Right. And what if we made it like an we exclusive, made, we made, but we not go slow, we go slower. It's it's more casual. And then I go. No, 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 no. no. I I'm like actually like totally out. And then you go. Well, what if you spit on me a month, once a month? And it's like you know, like and it's like that's what she's doing. She's scrambling to get right. And it's like at this point, believe the breakup. Not the backup. Also, believe in yourself that you can find someone who likes you, who likes you more than enough to like not have to like take the scraps of whatever, whatever affection and love they're trying to give you. Like, believe in yourself that you could find a better match than this guy who's kind of like 
not that into you. And I, I get why it's so hard. I do understand because she writes in the email that, you know, he took her. We, they went on this mini trip. They're mm-hmm. talking all this time. And in her head, she's like, this is a real thing. And then yeah. it, it's such a a decrease in the expect the expectations she had for this was that it was going to be a real relationship. And now she's kind of like, what did I do? Here's the thing. Here's my advice to her. And this is the problem with the no reason breakup. Mm-hmm. is that you go, well, things were great. I must have done something wrong. And it's like, no, 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 no. Takes two to tango. Two people, at, at this point, he didn't give a, he's not willing to open up his brain to the next level of a relationship. And that is a big thing to open up your brain to. Right. Like I'm, so announcement time. <gasps> I'm moving in with Jess. <gasps> we're moving the in angels together. angels are That's singing. That's right. Well. Everyone is so proud of you thank collectively. You. Well, this is, the, this is the thing. With a mostly female audience, you guys are like, woo! <laughs> when I told my guy friends, I told one guy and he goes, you had a good run. That was his response. What does that even mean? You you, you met you a lot of a women. Good run, you had a good not, run without getting the emotional and fulfilling lifetime intimacy <laughs> of having a, a live-in partner. But this is the difference. Men are are not cheered along into the next phase of uh, space of life. But are they like discouraged? Not discouraged, just not cheered. And it's your decision. That's kind of like us in our fucking careers. Yeah. <laughs> It's our career. It's like, oh, you're going to make partner? All right. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. I guess they won't have time for the kids anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... That sounds like... Right. A lot of time at work now. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to get a sitter. That's what I'm saying. It's like... uh, It's a similar notion. So this idea is like when, you know, where, you know, this guy sitting there going, do I want to make the next step? And he decided against it. And when you make the next step, you have to give and like, listen, for me, it's been amazing. I love every second of it. And I'm not just saying that. Um, but Do you live together yet? No, but I'm saying opening my mind up to the next level of the oh, relationship. Okay. Me going from, yeah, we uh, this girl and I are just fucking or my, this girl and I are just together or my, this girl and I is my girlfriend to let's talk about moving in. Like that's right. a, like a real, you know jump for me and yeah, a lot of guys a lot of guys yeah so for this guy you know he decided against the jump and it's not about you it's about him deciding against a life move right and in a lot of ways he did he's doing you a favor by deciding that not right before the move in exactly but before it even gets to that pl- he's wasting less of your time yes than like well, that's it that's it, what his response would be that's why he keeps saying like i want you to go free go free run that's you know? not like, really what he gives a shit about i'm sure he gives a shit about not having to be like answering to this person that he's now kind of feeling a little lukewarm about well no i would Do you think disagree. he really like wants to, to nothing let her be- run free nothing felt better to me than someone that i was like pretty serious with uh after that ended them finding someone else like I would like be like nice. on social media you and like I would that. go, absolutely. I would go, okay, good. I didn't ruin their life. I didn't waste their time out of having that kid or that relationship That's or that really wedding. Interesting. We've I've never felt anything remotely similar to that. Oh my god, I I I see exes even with guys someone new. that I've broken up with. I'm kind of like, and then especially if they've gotten into like relationships while I've been single, I've never I've never yeah, you guys felt, are fucked up. No, <laughs> you guys are. I've fucked never up. felt like super. I've been like, oh my god. I, I'd, I'd be like, oh shit, did I like let go of a guy who like could commit and this girl's happy with him but that's like, that's what's uh, fucked up yeah. about that you right. let go of a guy who could commit not the right guy well yeah well but then you, you you don't remember all that's why people get back together with their exes so much is it's like you don't necessarily remember 
all the things, the, the feeling that you had of like not being that into them. Yeah. When you're seeing them with someone else, for me at least. Yeah, I, 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 I completely see differently than that. <laughs> like I see. Well, it's not. It's nice that men I, are feeling I, that way. Well, I was on a run where like nine different exes of mine. The next guy they dated, they married. Like I had like quite a run going. Right. And I would see those Chuck. people, and I yeah, and I'd be like. Good for them. Well, here's I'm the- happy they found what they were looking for. And I also felt kind of right where it's like where I was like, oh, it could have been like if I had just gone along, maybe that would have been me. I don't think women feel that way. I have friends who broke up with ex-boyfriends of theirs and they're kind of like they're not happy that they're alone, but they're kind of like this person. I think I think I do think women try to change men a lot. I and think so, so. Yeah. They, when they wind up, if usually if they wind up breaking up with a guy, it's because they really just can't get them to to be who they like really want them to be. Yeah. And then to see them with someone else, it's seemingly like, oh, they, happy, it's kind of like that person had the key. Right. Yeah. Like that's the annoying part. But I think that's that not what I think it was. that when with men, it's usually not the same. It's usually not that they really want a woman to change and they can't get her to change. Yeah, we, we don't look at it as like, oh, I didn't figure that out. Right. Like, I, I think a lot of women look at a guy and go, well, what co- key combination did they know that I didn't know? Right. And it's not that way. Like, there's nothing just... Or d- even, like, why couldn't they be that person for me? Like, that... that why couldn't they, like... Because we'll yeah, also... Well, we look at social media and we'll be like, oh, like... He's going do a rock climbing with, her. with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. he was never planning fucking activities <laughs> with me. Are no, well, that's the thing. They're, you know, I get asked a lot like why, you know, why is this relationship different? You know, you get the four questions. What says the simple son? Yeah, I'm, I'm the simple idiot son. And I, I will say, you know, some of it's romantic and some of it's practical. Yeah. You know, like some of it is that I enjoy laughing with her at Big Black Cock. Me. Right. You know, some of it is that. Some of it is, you know, the things we care about align. Some of it is I was more ready to be in a relationship now than I was before. Yeah. You know, so like, and it's percentages of all those things. Some of them aren't fun to talk about. Like, you know, like Jess, we're moving in and she's like mad at me for not being as excited as she is. I'm excited. I just show it in a different way. Well, that yeah, I've gotten into that exact same same argument with my boyfriend before we moved in together, where we're talking about it, and I'm like, "Where's the enthusiasm?" And it's well, then, but the, it's like <laughs> that's not how guys you know operate or how I operate. Where it's like I I said to her, I go, "I'm ex- I'm not excited for jaw surgery. <laughs> I'm excited for my new jaw. You know, right. like I'm not excited to go through." All the pain, and I'm like, I gotta move out. I gotta, I got tenants. I got movers. I gotta do cleanup. I gotta paint. I got a hole in my ceiling that I gotta fix. And then when my tootsies are sitting in that new bed, I'll go, Isn't this amazing? Right. But not until then. Well, and it's like yeah. women, you know, you guys, you know, whereas like that's, a, I think that's a very male thing where like male are like, you know, it's a, I want to fix this thing. I want to finish the job. Yeah. I want to. Uh, the the goal is in front of us, not behind us. To maybe a lot of women, the goal is behind you when the guy says, "Let's move in." Well, then you've got like the okay to go, and then you'll yeah. figure it all else like out Every on the way. Love like will the most take in- us away. I mean, it's funny that um, I read uh, that book a while ago, Mating Captivity, mm-hmm. and she talks about how like there's a lot of emphasis on our in our society on like words, and like if you're like 
if you the way that 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 we that a lot of women think that like that's the best way the best way to communicate is verbally Mm -hmm. so like you're not not saying that you're excited all the time or show or just talking about all the time or talking about how excited you are like we put an overemphasis on words as Mm -hmm. like a way to display any any kind of communication whereas i think a lot of the times for men it's a lot more action oriented Mm -hmm. it's a lot more they think they're they're communicating more in the way that they're like doing things rather than like screaming them yeah so you know if i'm like to mike like oh i i wish that you would just like be more passionate or or be more excited and he's like well i feel like i do all these i like do every day i'll do this thing yeah for you which to me is how i'm telling you that like i'm excited Mm -hmm. yeah do you know what i mean i I know exactly what i mean and it's uh it's tough because then you're like now you're screaming at someone going i'm excited and it's like, right. I, and know, it's like, like, well, I didn't, I don't want it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not getting delivered the right way. And so yeah. I was like, what do you want me to do? Like turn into the fucking redress emoji? Right. You know, every time someone, oh, hey Yeah. Like, and then you have to remind yourself that it's less about, that relationships are really less about what you say and more about what you do. Uh, oh my God. Which yeah. is a hard thing to remember because sometimes you're kind of like, oh, you need to talk about those love languages. It's like mm-hmm. nice to be told nice shit all the time, but it's also nicer to just have someone who you can count on who's responsible and like. Yeah. Shows up. I, I, you know, and it's tough to like communicate. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever Ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. So let's play some games. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Okay. I live in a D.C. suburb. He asked you to drive him home after your first date. Ubers are readily available where we live. What do you think? Um, is this one of those double standard ones? It Kinda. might be. Um, I think... I know why he. I mean, there's he's either, doing it so that he can get the kiss, get the kiss, get back, get her back towards his yeah. apartment to like, hey, why don't you come up? I, I, I think I wouldn't blame someone for. At, I, it's kind of a weird way to think to have to dodge. I think, like, if you if we went on a date and then mm-hmm. you were like, could you, could you drive me home? <laughs> it would feel a little less. I'd be like romantic, right? Right. I'd be like, I mean, if I had a good time, I think it'd be a red flag. I think I'd have to be like. But what am I supposed to say to you? Get an Uber? I mean, I, it would be a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Could you get an like, Uber? Like if someone was like, well, can you ride me home now? I'd be like... If a girl asked you to drive her home? It, it would be more of like... <sighs> She's cheap? It's a cheapness thing. It's a... Here's the problem, though. I have more of an issue with the person emailing in than the person she's talking about. 
She's claiming, I live in a D.C. suburb. And then he asked her to drive him back into the city. Why are you doing the date in the suburb? Maybe they're doing the date in the city. Or maybe they're oh. doing the date in the suburb. She doesn't specify. So maybe, well, here's the case. If she lives in the suburb, she drove in for the date. And then he's like, why don't you give me a ride home? I get it. It's on your way. It's on your we're way. We're already here. Yeah, we're already here. <laughs> if you live in the suburbs and you're like, I will only go out if you come out of the suburbs. And then like, all right, you're making, you know, Joe 27 year old go right. to the, the D.C. suburbs because you decided to, you know, live at home for a couple years to save money. And it's like, I, I don't know. I have it an depend, issue with how this on, date got made. It depends made. on like the, the circumstances. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's weird to ask anyone for a ride anywhere. I unless agree they offer. It's one thing if they offer and yeah. to say yes. I will not take a ride from you unless it's set up over a phone with a stranger. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Have you ever asked someone for a ride somewhere? Like, unless no. they were like your very good friend? I, like, I'm the, I, like, I can't believe that whole culture existed of like giving people a ride to the airport before Uber existed. Well, if you lived in the suburbs, do you think you and you had a car? Let's say you lived mm-hmm. on Long Island. Mm-hmm. And you had a car, and Jess needed to go to the airport. Would you? Yeah, drive I would her? take her. Okay. I mean, that's a different well, story. That's the one I have to take her. Okay, you know, like <laughs> this is that's the thing. I don't like when people like it's kind of a deal breaker for me because when people act too comfortable too early, right? It's like we're not there. Well, we're not there like, yet. It seems like an inability to read the room or the situation, which is yeah. again, that's just a sign of a lack of self awareness. And it's also like you're trying to get me to your place. So that you can sleep at home, that I can maybe come up. Like even from the, I can understand from the female perspective where it's like, this feels unsafe. Like you're trying to like coerce me near your apartment. Right. We're going to be like in my car alone. That's like a little scary. Yeah. Let's do another. All right. Hey, J&J, love the podcast. Listening while I write this email. Can't stop talking about how funny you are. Tag a bitch. Tell a friend. Text the group chat, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I need your advice on a situation I've come into while seeing this guy. We've taken it slower than I normally have in the past, but it's been great getting to know him, and I really enjoy being around him and spending time with him. On our fourth date, he picked a nice sushi restaurant, paid for dinner, and he asked if I wanted to go back to his place. We hadn't slept together or done anything other than kiss at this point, so I was like, yes, please. He ordered an Uber, and then the car pulled up. He got in the passenger seat. Oh, no. It was so bizarre. I didn't know how to react, but I was kind of pissed. We ended up having the most amazing sex three times that night, so I let it go. But it kept sitting in the back of my mind. Maybe he was already hard, and he was like, I got to sit in the front so she doesn't see this boner. He then went out of town for work for two weeks, and we got together after he got back. Again, he organizes the date, pays for the dinner, and asks if I want to go back to his place. Definitely yes. Orders an Uber and gets in the passenger seat. Um, I don't know what to think of this. It's the weirdest thing. I want to ask him why he does that, but I don't know how to approach this. Curious about your thoughts on whether this is a red flag or deal breaker because literally everything about the situation is great. It's a red flag considering everything else is great. I would have to ask. Yeah, you'd have to ask. You gotta ask. The first time I might not ask, I might just be like, I think I just kind of like let it go. Uh, Of course. I would do the same thing as her. The second time, I'm like, do you sit in the passenger seat every time? Like, Yeah, like what if you weren't, like also like on a date, you think especially if you're heading towards sex, you would want to be like using that time yeah, to, to like, like foreplay it up a little bit. Or like, you know, maybe it's his way of getting out of the awkwardness of like, I don't know what to do in the back seat with her while this guy's in the front. Right. Um, sitting in the passenger seats like alone is kind of weird anyway. So like maybe he does it every <laughs> time. It might be a safety thing. Like maybe he's like, I lost a friend and... They were in the backseat. That's like the only way yeah, that makes thi- it not I weird. I think you could be like, hey, so what's up with the passenger seat thing? Yeah. And you always do that? There's, not, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's room back here. 
Right. <laughs> like, you can sit back here. Right. Because it's not like he doesn't, he's like having sex with her. So yeah. that's the. And she says the sex is amazing. So, like, I mean, if this is the key maybe to good sex, it's... all these men would start sitting in the front. They'd be like, I, I don't know, this makes it a better seating position. Maybe he thinks it's polite. You ever been like in a situation where like your fr- like one of your friends is driving, he's dropping people off, mm-hmm. drops off the guy who's in the front seat, and then yeah. you're like, I'll just sit back here. It's like, now what am gonna, I, your chauffeur? Yeah, yeah you, you're being the but, driver. Like, the Uber actually is your chauffeur, kind of, so. I, I would ask, but I it was w- not a deal breaker. Yeah. But I would be like, I need the story behind it. Yeah. Like, if the story behind it is, I think it's rude to sit in the back while someone's in the front. I'm not, he's not our chauffeur. I would go, okay, we have different viewpoints on life. We, this <laughs> I'm is a Delta Medallion yeah, yeah, yeah. member. I don't think you know who you're speaking to. I'm not sitting <laughs> in the fucking served. front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we paid for this interaction. It's okay for us to not sit in the front seat. Like, to me, that guy, you're like, oh, we have a different of life viewpoint. Right. But if it's the, if it's like, yeah, you know, I had a friend in college who sat in the back and had a vicious, pro- you know, like, if the story's more understanding, I get it. Right. Or if he just didn't know that that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know. Or it's maybe he's weird. just like, this is how I get ready. This is what gets me ready for the good fucking. Okay. <laughs> A guy that maintains a daily Instagram account from his dog, frequently making dog-themed puns in the comments, such as, have a awesome day. Happy Monday, every potty. Great friends. Feeling potastic and referring to himself in the account as daddy or parent. Parent. Um, out. 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 Deal breaker. I cannot. And I it's can, a woman, too. Deal I, breaker. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a friend like that. No, yeah, you're out of the yeah. group text. <laughs> it's a different person than than someone. Yeah, yeah, you've met. Yeah, you've met a different human being. Right. I, I. Those people exist on like a level where they only need to interact with other people. There's nothing wrong with being this person yeah. on a certain level, but you need to quarantine yourself with other people well, who are like that. <laughs> it is interesting that when something you know, like these accounts now, like it's nice to see a dog account now, like. It's nice to have the mental relief from a dog account. Right. I do believe in that. It is funny that what you say is very true. The quarantining of society is more real. Like, and when something big like what's going on with coronavirus happens, then you get to see the opinions of all these silos. So, like, I, so I'll I'll reference one of your accounts. Okay. Betcha's Brides. Right. Okay. That is a silo where the brides are all talking to each other about bride shit. (laughs) You know, now I posted something about having to go to a wedding last weekend because I was in the wedding and I made a tough decision and you went, I went. Um, so then I posted a tweet that was like, I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Then in parentheses said, yes, brides are evil. And then I went on with my joke of whatever it was. It got posted in Betch's Brides. The comments are insane. Pitchforks. They're pitchforks because it's it's not in that silo, in that opinion silo. They all live amongst other brides who are going through the hardest thing that anyone has ever gone through. And then you bring in the reality of like the other the hovering uh, real world. Like in Betch's Brides groups, this coronavirus has ruined all our weddings. This is awful. It's not. Coronavirus is killing people. Right. You know, watch like, out for the elderly you might what, be attending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Your grandma can't come to the wedding now. Yeah. 
Like that's how they. That's what I'm saying. All, everyone who has a certain opinion, it's not necessary. I mean, like it is. It's shitty if you're in that, especially if you're in that mindset where you've yeah. been planning this thing for like months and months and months, and you're kind of like, I've all of, I've been doing for the past years, picking out floral fucking arrangements. <laughs> but and you, like, <laughs> you only realize how crazy right. you are until when something else from out from the from, outside from world. the outside world. So like, even this dog account, someone. Could put up in the dog account, dogs can't get, I, I read something, dogs can't get coronavirus. Right. And then there was a funny meme that was like, the Thank WHO, God. what's that? Oh, who let the dogs out? It was out? WHO yeah. literally let the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Right. Funny meme, funny tweet. But if you went to the dogs thing and they were like, well, there's a reason God wouldn't let dogs get it because dogs are better than people. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, then it becomes, oh, you guys are crazy. Now you're a subset. Yeah. You, right. Well, so, those people, I mean, like, there's enough of those people that they can breed with themselves. With the parents. <laughs> the parents. Yeah, the power. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just the siloing of opinions where it's like this parent, he would be like, well, what's wrong? And you'd be like, person, well, you know, the outside world thinks you guys are crazy. Right. Well, and that person, go, well, you the, guys are the wrong. parent would also probably be like, you guys are assholes. I'm just yeah. like loving my dog. Yeah, because at their town hall meeting, at the at the the world town hall meeting, the guy gets getting on stage that goes, just got a few things to say about the parent community. <laughs> Everyone just go, boo, sit down. We got more important. This is disease. But that same guy gets off uh, the town hall meeting of the parents. Right. And they go, There's finally, someone's yes. talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> and that is the 7 billion person world in which we live in. That is it. All right. That is our show. Um, Stay safe. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Uh, don't touch your face. It's really hard. I do it all the time. I keep doing it. It's very hard not to. Yeah, I'm, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so tough. I think I saw your tweet where you were like, screw, don't touch my face. I, I put up a stand up bit. I think it was the only appropriate one that to put really out. Funny. Yeah, thank it's you. It's really hard to not touch. I touch my face probably more than I did before this. Very difficult. <laughs> be safe. Be good to one another. UUP at Betches.com. This podcast will continue in some way or another as much as we can do it and over live streams after we're done in this office today. And But thank exactly. you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Boom. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.